This is Joe Bico with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility for their life and lead courageously. Um, I've struggled last week, um, and you'll know why when I share in a second, but just uh, feeling a little bit um, uh, tired and, and um, yeah, struggling just with my... Um, Within my soul, what, a week ago, my brother Mike, who was 77, uh, passed away, and it was unexpected. We he had had some heart issues the last 10, 15 years, and and um, actually my niece Tori was going to take him to the doctor last Tuesday, and when they tried reaching out to him, he didn't respond. So they went over to his house. Actually, her daughter Katie went over and um, got into his house, and actually found out that he had passed away in his bedroom. Um, so it was quite a shock to all of us. Um, I actually was able to go down Tuesday afternoon. As soon as I found out, I, uh, had the afternoon off and took the next couple of days off, obviously. But, um, you know, just still a little bit numb, still trying to figure things out, still sorting through all my, my brother was a sculptor and uh, an artist. And so sorting through his artwork, his collection of artwork from other people that he collected over, you know, gosh, five decades or more, um, and trying to get his works of art out to people that he loved. Um, his Some of his close friends, Mike and Teresa Dean, who live up in Alpharetta, Emily and I were able to meet with them on Saturday morning. We happened to be up there to spend the night at a hotel and rendezvoused with them Saturday morning and was able to give them one of Mike's um, sculptures called Slices, uh, which was basically an I-beam that was sliced that was kind of uh, in motion, cascading out with smaller slices. Um, kind of hard to describe, but that's my best description. And, and some of his mixed media pieces that he'd worked on. But, you know, when you have a loss like that, it's just when it's shocking. I know you all have experienced those kind of losses. Sometimes we experience loss of someone we know, you know, that has cancer or some debilitating disease that, you know, we, we kind of know it's coming. It still is hard when it comes. But but I think these shocking losses, um, when it's unexpected, yeah, uh, kind of catch us, you know, doing life. But then just kind of, um, we have to push pause. We have to push uh, hold on our lives. And um, and so today, I I want to dedicate this podcast to my brother. Uh, don't really know where he stood in his relationship with God. He, uh, we had many conversations. He had conversations with other good friends. Um, about spiritual things. Um, I think he was still wrestling through what he believed and did even, you know, was he, he called himself an agnostic. Um, but I want to, you know, for me, it's hard. I mean, I've, I've been a Jesus follower for over 45 years. It's hard to lose a brother. It's hard to lose a brother where, you know, you're not confident of where he stood spiritually and there's so what we typically run to for hope, like I did with my friend Reggie. I knew where Reggie stood. I knew where he stood with Jesus. Um, but there's a loss there, and, and it's a loss that, that um, you know, we, we many times just um, kind of hold. Uh, this morning um, in my reading, I read Psalm 25. Today's the 25th, obviously. And uh, the psalm is a wonderful psalm of David where he begins and kind of ends with this idea, you know, to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. That's verse one. And then later in the psalm, almost at the end, 
he says, oh, guard my soul and deliver me. And sandwiched in between those two cries about God's soul. And I can identify with this today that, you know, my soul is just still is aching. I don't, you know, I don't know how else to describe it. Aching and the loss of my brother and, um, and still, you know, not still kind of not sure where my grief process is. I work with people on their grief process. And like if I had to identify myself, I'd say I still kind of in the shock and, and maybe even in the, um, uh, as Elizabeth Kubler-Ross calls it, denial. I don't, I'm not denying it, but just it's still there. I'm holding and my soul is, is hurting and empty. And, and, um, and so I'm, you know, she called it denial. I would just kind of say I'm, I'm a little bit in shock. And so are my family members. Um, you know, we're all just kind of a little bit numb right now. Uh, it's been a week and we're planning some events, a family, actually a, a service down in Macon, uh, a celebration of life at my brother's clubhouse in the neighborhood he lived in. And then we're planning a big family get together with my niece's family and my family, which we've never done anything like that. And, uh, we're going to Jekyll Island uh, at the end of March, beginning of February. So really looking forward to some things that I would honor my brother to celebrate his life, to celebrate his life as an artist, his, his life as a brother, as an uncle, as a great uncle, as a friend. Um, so anyway, uh, but, but as I was reading this psalm, I just, I, I, you know, one of the things David did in the kind of the beginning of the psalm is, he just, um, he pleads with God. He says, you know, make me know your ways. Teach me your paths. Lead me in truth and teach me. And then he goes on and begins to talk about God's character and his nature, his steadfast love, his goodness, that he's good and upright, that he instructs sinners, he leads, he teaches. And then David talks about what, what he needs um, to experience pardon, to get God's instruction, to fear God, to abide in well-being. Uh, to experience God's plucking him out of the trap or out of the net, to for comfort for lo- when he is lonely and afflicted, for deliverance from distress, to be forgiven, to take refuge in him and to wait for the Lord. And again, then he concludes with this idea of, you know, guarding my soul and delivering me. So anyway, that I just, you know, kind of risky to share a little bit of where I am. I wish I uh, had more... Um, now, I don't necessarily wish I had more uh, resolution in my soul right now, but I'm in a season where my soul is, is aching and I'm connecting with God and crying out to God to come and meet me. And I want to encourage you to do the same. We all have heartaches. We all have loss that we face in life. And, um, and so this psalm is a great psalm to go to, to, to see how David processed his, his loss, his I don't know exactly what he was grieving here, but his grief. So anyway, thanks for listening.